weird. Bam. We're live. Holy shit. I'm home. Scraggly. Scraggly. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> welcome, everyone. Holy shit. Welcome back to the studio. Chase Ingram, his first Dave Castro week in review. Andrew, good, smart, smart money, buddy. I'm nervous. Smart money. Uh, Luke, uh, smart money. Very smart. Look at that stomach on Luke. Jeez Louise. Uh, someone sent me books to my house. I want to see. It's it's the um, German guy who lives in Mexico. Hey, Augustus, did you watch episode eight? I sent you a sneak, super sneak uh, preview. How about uh, I let D Dave reviewed episode eight and told me that it was uh, he'd like to see, hear less of my voice. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, hey, buddy. I ain't asking for feedback. <laughs> I got my phone back. I wonder if that thing works. Chase Ingram's in the house. Say that again. So what happened to your phone? It just just been set on call forwarding because uh, it's been just going over to Suze's house. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can uh, set my Bluetooth up in case we get that. Bold caller that feels like they have something that they have to contribute. Search for all devices. Fergie, like, what's up? Wanna uh, love, what's up? Hecklers at a comedy show. Oh, Magnus Holmgren. I did not send any books, and it's a Swede living in Mexico. Whatever. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> fucker. They're all the same to us. Uh, who was it? It was uh. It was uh, someone with a, a funky name that I recognized, like Marcus Graham or something. Is there a Marcus Graham in the house? Marcus, Mr. Graham, are you there? Mm. If if you would like, um, if you would like, how dare I not have this? If you would like uh, OG culture wear, you would go over to OG ah, culture. Yes. And uh, OG isn't given, it's earned. It's not about the time served or status. It's about having a mindset and attitude. Look at that. Looks like uh, Mike Bergener's gym. Yeah. Is it? Which I'll bring him up on this episode. Oh, interesting. Is is this Mike Bergener's gym? Bergener? Mm, no. This is just a garage. God. Um, it's about getting back to our roots uh, that made CrossFit, uh, capital F, please, and our community... Yes. Great to begin with. It's about showing up and putting in the work. Anyone can be an OG if they earn it. Yeah. New gear. Get with the program. Two, two definitely OGs. No one will question uh, Bill Grundler and Chase no. Ingram. Hey, um, uh, the the Wadapalooza doc, it, it's, it's getting... I thought I'd maybe oversold it. You know, I was like, hey, dude, this is innovative. It's fucking groundbreaking. It's the best behind the scenes in the world. And like the comments, everyone agrees. It's crazy. Dude, that was so fun. Hopper Hopper might become um, the highest earning CrossFit Games athlete who never breaks the top 10. Sorry, <laughs> top, top 20. Yes. No, he's, he's broken the top 10. I think he did it in 22. He All was right. like 7th. All right, if you say so, ruining a good joke. He just had a rough year last year. <laughs> uh, someone said, hey, Sevy, why didn't you guys... Oh, Martin Graham, Marty, Marty, yeah, Marty. Marty sent me some books. Mm. Yeah, Marty Graham. 
I should give out my address so everyone can. Would you guys just start sending me all sorts of cool shit if I just gave out my address? I don't know if it'd be cool. I feel like that's debatable. It's a gamble. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy. World, Magnus can't read. Okay. All right. Uh, there was someone in here who said, why didn't episode, episode eight didn't come out today because it hadn't been approved by the Dave Castro yet. And uh, it has since been approved. And so just to give the Wadapalooza uh, doc some breathing room, we're going to push episode eight to Friday and then episode nine will be Monday. So really you won't miss, you'll, you'll we'll still be on schedule. They've been good. They've been fun to watch, man. Makes me happy to hear that. Very fun. I like the um, the slow, steady build through the episodes. Like one, then like stuff starts getting real. Like the anticipation for the event to start through like one yes, A, one B, yeah. and two. Like that's like after the first one, I was like, "Dang it!" Like I want something else to happen. And then the second one, there's like a little bit more. And then then all the foreplay, all like, foreplay, no ejaculation in the first. It was, three episodes. Yes, all it was good. I, that, you got me. You got me hooked in. Uh, Patrick Clark. Wow, look at that. Some Illuminati shit. Look at that eye. Uh, the Adler clip was hilarious. Yeah, Patrick Rios killed it, man. Is is my mic sounding okay? I feel like I'm hearing some sort of weird feedback yeah. or something. Sound good. All right. Sound good Big to me. Big in the house. Good to see you. Great to see you. Okay. Uh, it is the Dave Castro Week in Review. It's a long one. We're going to go at one and a quarter speed uh, today. Playback speed normal? No, I don't think so. 1.25. Uh, Chase Ingram in the house. Savama Tosian. Andrew Hiller will be joining us shortly. And here we go. Review. January 29th, 2024. Uh, before I get into comments, a couple of little updates on uh, olive oil. So I will have a new batch of olive oil in the next. Everyone's peddling their wares. <laughs> I need some more. Yeah, me too. Me too. He needs a, is it there? Is there a subscription on the site? There needs to be a button just for a subscription. Ooh, I don't know. Because they're like one batch at a time. So I don't know. Maybe like every time it comes out, you would get one. So it's a little cheaper like automatically ship it to you that's what i'm thinking i do that on, um, sure. tdc mercantile site to uh to purchase and this time so i only sold 250 milliliter tins before but now i will also have a 500 milliliter option of organic california-based extra virgin olive oil and i have a new product that i'm going to put on the mercantile site soon that i'm really excited about super limited quantity but um i think people will be really interested in it or Mm. I hope people will be really interested in it. I'm interested in it. All right. Uh, any guesses on what that could be, Chase? <sighs> if he's interested in it, I was like, are we selling going to sell a gun? <laughs> Miniature condoms? <laughs> I'm glad he's beefing up the to the 500 milliliter. I went through I went through 250 so fast. I had I got I got two of them. My my wife's like, I'm like, "Hey, can I taste the um TDC olive oil he gave us?" She's like, I used it all. I'm like, when? She's like, in the past week. I'm like, listen, you tell me I was eating the TDC oil. I didn't even taste it. I don't even know. Uh, Sevi, I need some of that tooth powder of yours. I just made the switch from fluoride. Yeah, smart. Uh, very soon. Very, 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 very soon. Uh, I chose the packaging today. We're working on the uh, label, and it's it's unreal. It's unreal. Even my kids love it. Okay, here we go.
let me jump into uh, comments. At Laura Pre Roast 4671. Hey, Dave, my husband and I love watching old CrossFit games. We always say the old school CrossFit events were so much fun to watch and super relatable, which makes it even more fun. Do you ever think that you and Boz will bring any of the old games events back, but change the weights and make it up to par with the athletes now? I know you guys have redone some here and there, but it'd be so cool to see one event from each year of each games come back to see how athletes do with them now. Love your videos. Thanks for all the good content. Thanks. So, yeah, even when you look at Helena from last year, we had done in the past, we we did the uh, Triple Helen. So different. I guess that's not exactly what you're saying. It's a similar bench. What, uh, what, uh, what, what's the difference between Helen and Helena? Do you know those? Yeah, Helen, three rounds for time, 400 meter run, 21 kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, 12 chin over bar pull-ups. Helena at the games was three rounds, 400 meter run, 12 bar muscle ups, followed by 21 dumbbell snatch at 50 and 35. So, so no pull up. No, I mean, they beef. Well, that, that was what you're saying is like they beefed up the pull up to a bar muscle up. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay. But the, okay. Uh, the age groupers all did regular Helen, which I thought was pretty cool. And the, I think there was like a, like the uh, spectator 5K. I think there was a, a Helen version of that as well that people could do on site. Hey, um, why did you call it a chin over bar pull up when you 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 just not just say pull up? Uh, I guess that that yeah, comes from being it, the host of Get with the Programming. You did that type of precision a little bit, yeah. Because right. you got like chin over bar, chest to bar, strict pull up, right? right? So it's like I like it. I ain't judging. I mean, I'm, I'm I ain't judging. Details. Yeah, details are marked with a twist. But over the years, we have dabbled with pulling some forward and adjusting weights. And some we've even done exactly um, the same. You look at the first ever CrossFit Games workout, the um, the row and then pull up and, and uh, push jerk workout. We did that a um, few years later, several years later at the games, exactly the same way. And like the fastest time, the second time we did it, or I should say the slowest time, was almost faster than the fastest time the first year we did it. And then at the 2020 games, we took that same workout and adjusted it, made it heavier, made it more appropriate for the athletes here at the ranch. So we do play with stuff like that. And we How crazy is that? What workout was it that the fastest time, with the slowest <laughs> time in the future was almost faster than the fastest time? Yeah, so they called, it, they called it 2007 uh, re redo or something like that. Um, it was reloaded 2020. I think they just called it 2007 at the games when they repeated it, I believe it was 2013. And it was 1,000-meter row, five rounds of 25 chin-over-bar pull-ups and seven shoulder-overhead at 135 and maybe 85. I don't even know if they changed the weights. Um, and, yeah, the slowest time that year would have beat or top the fastest time in 2007, which is what you hope would happen. <laughs> hey, what was the workout? At the 2009 games, okay, that had all the it had snatches and wall balls, I think, and it had every athlete like holding their back. Oh, and clapping god, and that is the what was that? What workout <laughs> was, was that? It was three rounds for time, 25 or no, maybe five rounds. Five rounds, Jared's probably gonna text in five rounds, 30. Below the knee hang squat snatches at 75 and 55 and wall ball shots at 20 and 14 off the top of my head. That yeah. thing messed my back up 
Oh, no, it was, just, it was just three rounds. Three rounds of 30 and 30. Three rounds, 30 wall ball shots. God, I was close. 30 squat snatches from below the knee. It was the standard that they had uh, at 75 and 45 pounds. Oh, hold on. We have a comment from the peanut gallery. Hold on. We have, I got, I love it when people chat. I can't believe we have actually have someone in the chat. Let's pull this one up. Oh, I forget about uh, the Audrey, Brian would know this. No, really. <laughs> Chasing or mate, no Brian friend. Yeah. Brian knows people, not events. Not like right, I do. Right. Right. Chasing your mate. No, Brian friend. With hey, all due respect. Uh, yeah. With Brian. all due respect. Hey, um, uh, once I got it right. So because the people, because of the stimulus that we saw, um, what the stimulus did, would that be inappropriate to program that again or no? The three is, that three, is that an inappropriate workout? Uh, no, actually, I think it's much more doable now than it. Not that it wasn't doable then. It was just a uh, it was a wake up call. <laughs> I mean, those guys ward. Yeah. Now, the only thing that would be I don't want to say like inappropriate, but challenging is that the athletes now would be so good at that that the speed at which you execute that, not the matter of can you do 30, can you do 30 for three rounds without breaking, or how many times do you have to break to get it? They would be so fast that the limiting factor would be now how do I move quicker in a confined range of motion standard, which is always what you want to try to avoid when it comes to programming events at the CrossFit Games with elite athletes. That's why you can't do Fran at the CrossFit Games anymore. What did you mean by that confined range of motion? What do you mean? So a wall ball shot is like you have to break below parallel uh -huh. to get down there. So now it'd be like, how close can I get to parallel to save myself microseconds times 30 times three? Same thing for the hang squat snatches, right? Can I just barely receive the bar at depth and come up and try to put the bar down before my hips and knees are right when my hip, like people, there's, there's no fitness separation in some of these older events. Because so the, you're saying that the, we couldn't do Fran today because of the the judging the issues that would come. Be, with it would be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Howell, yeah. the only time a hang movement has been programmed below the knee and not above, except at twenty three point one open announcement that if you had smaller plates for the lighter bars and the starting weight, they allowed you to go just below the knee instead of a hang or uh, touching the floor with the weights. Wow. So, but this would be accurate if JR was talking about the games. Yes. Specifically. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. All right. Yeah, Audrey, would Brian have known that? Yeah, he would have. He would have. We will continue to look at other workouts that are worth pulling forward. And actually, when we pull them forward as a retest or um, to be doing the games, I think more often than not, I would lean towards not modifying them or making them harder. I would lean towards keeping them the same. So we actually have a good um, apple to apples comparison instead of increasing the weight or making. I like that. I love that. I love that. No need to increase the weight. Let's just see. No. Data points. Oh, what's the point? Oftentimes that's what people yeah. do when they look back at old workouts, um, especially with really good athletes. They just increase the weights and then you're like, <laughs> ironically potentially lowering the lowering the intensity because you're slowing potentially slowing the overall effort down so yes to your question but considering keeping them the same considering modifying them a little there's a lot of thought that goes into how it actually shows up on the competition floor 
I love that. What do you think about the fact that Dave says he's not programming the games this year and that he's he's overseeing them? It's almost the opposite role that he and Boz had when Dave was programming the games exclusively, right? A sounding board, someone to bounce ideas off of. So like now Dave is that that sounding board himself. Mm. That is interesting. I never thought of it like that. He used to program it and then show Adrian and then they would run the test and Adrian would be there and be like, I think this, this, and this. And now Adrian's going to do it and Dave's going to, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like that perspective. Okay. It might actually open up some creativity a little bit more the opposite direction just because Dave did it so long himself. And anytime you see someone else's workout programmed, like I'll have conversations with people about their programming, whether it's events or, or affiliate programming, and I'll be able to come to it with a different view because when you're programming something, you're you're married to that, right? It's so personal, at least for me. It's so personal. It's 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 an art, right? It's something that you paint yourself and you hope that people would enjoy what your painting is, but you're really doing it as an expression of, of yourself and how you believe it should be tested. So you do get attached to a lot of things. So to have someone with an outside view as good as Dave's, which I would argue there's nobody better to do it when it comes to the CrossFit Games, what a great, basically like, unhindered eye and and with no filter of personal attachment to what the events actually are so i, I like that and what else uh, better to test your friendship <laughs> also that <laughs> coach steve wb i'm a crossfit level two coach currently living and working in the philippines the crossfit community is here is huge but this is not represented in the number of affiliated gyms the cost of affiliation should be scaled based on the economic situations of each region and country this could take into consideration the average membership fees, average income levels, and ultimately the percentage of affiliation costs in the gym's overall revenue. We are missing an opportunity to continue to grow the brand and the sport by limiting affiliation to the wealthy elite in developing nations such as the Philippines. Well, I don't have a good understanding of, of what, other than what you just said, I don't have awareness of how, where the gyms are, how much they charge, et cetera. Understanding on our side, the affiliate team, and with these changes recently, there are different levels to the affiliate fee for different countries. I don't know the answer to the um, to what it is in the Philippines, but you can definitely email the affiliate team and they will give you all the information on what it is there. And they are, so what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is they are taking into consideration some of the um, realities of the localities for the affiliation fee. Didn't we just go through this? That that's that was like one of the big things. There were adjustments to based on... Did. <laughs> uh, and, and do you know if it's been a, you, off the top of your head, do you know if the Philippines... Had theirs uh, adjusted? That, I'm looking that up. Uh, off the top of my head, no. But I know that they are doing that exact thing. They're looking at uh, a country's economy relative to maybe what the the value of the dollar is relative to the United States. Like, there's a huge, huge problem with that in South America. Like, the, the $3,000 affiliate fee, as it went to, let's just say Brazil, was on average, like, people's annual salaries for for. You know, like your average household income, which is wild, right? But the, the, there's affiliates that have like three or four hundred people in their in the gyms. Like South American Brazil is crazy. So same with they Africa. Made, same yeah, with Africa. And it, they made a a point to that exact thing to um, offset that and look into those things. Hey, I get, yeah, this com this wealthy elite comment, uh, like, come on, yeah, dude. I didn't like that. One. Yeah, stop, just stop. Hey, listen, anyone who thinks that, th think about that. And I don't live in the Philippines, but if you live in the United States of America and you think that a gym is too expensive, you need to make more money. You need to make more money. Make more fucking money. 
It's the personal beliefs of Sevon Matosian and not the uh, that of the entire Sevon podcast crew. Andrew Hiller. Sorry, Andrew. I fucked you. <clears throat> no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, you did fuck me. Sorry. <laughs> you haven't missed okay. anything. You haven't missed anything. You haven't missed anything. You missed anything. Okay. I, I don't know. I like that. I think I would have liked that. All right. Hi, Chase. At Jamie. It- Andrew Hiller from Hiller Fit. Putting out fresh content almost every day. Don't get on his bad side. I'll make you famous. <laughs> underscore Weston. Would CrossFit HQ be interested in doing a Killing the Fat Man UK edition? 41 years old and 330 pounds, ready to get to work with the aim of smashing the 2025 Open. I love your attitude. I love your um, drive. I would definitely not reignite the Killing the Fat Man franchise ever independent of Sevon, meaning I'm not going oh. to hijack that and take that. He and Gary Roberts really led that. So will CrossFit re-stand that up? No, I believe it wouldn't be right to him. Um, if he gave us permission, maybe, uh, I think he should do it. So he does a little review of these weekend reviews. Uh, so Sevon, if you're listening, why don't you contact this guy and talk to him about a potential Killing the Fat Man UK edition? A hmm. uh, little trivia question for you guys. Do you know what the most minutes watched of any non-games content in the history of uh, the CrossFit media empire? Yeah, I feel like it's loaded, but it's probably yeah. killing the Batman. No, Batman Part One. Andrew wins the prize. Nice. <laughs> that was the easiest prize ever. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, killing Fat Man. Um, my uh, Gary Roberts gave me a call and said, "Hey." Um, I'm looking for a job. I said, okay, do you do CrossFit? He said, no. I said, okay, um, I'll, uh, can I film you for a little while learning how to do CrossFit? And he said, yeah. And he goes, but I'm like almost 300 pounds. And and he goes, I'd rather like, I want us to do some marathon training first to lose weight and get ready for CrossFit. I'm like, nah, you don't need to do that. And we did killing the fat man. And, uh, uh, no, he can't win the, Andrew can't win the chocolate dick. He gave me the chocolate dick. One chocolate dick. Oh, I one, was like one white chocolate dick. It reminds yeah. me of that poop from the from uh Mr. Hanky. Uh, the other no, the one with Will Ferrell, Step Brothers. Why oh. is my black penis turning white? I don't know. Strange. It reminds me of the white dog shit from Step Brothers. Dude, I can't tell you how good this smells. God. Like chocolate, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it away now, guys. I'm putting the you're doing it all wrong. I like this. <laughs> I'm putting the uh, I'm put listen listen I'm putting the penis away now okay putting it away. I don't know how to Look do this. Poor Chase. No poor Chase gets Take poor Chase gets the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves to see my face next to cock. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. I think I, I was making an obscene amount of money back then. I um. And so, get me up on the payroll. Get me making that fire like 10 employees so you can pay me my wage that I was making when I was there. And I'll make Killing the Fat Man UK edition. But, anyways, Jamie, uh, super excited to have you in the open. Um, very cool that you are approaching it with such a positive attitude and ready to get to work. At C H R C A M Pagna, at Chris Campagna. I think that's what it is. Seems like all of the semifinal events ought to have community competitions as well, like the Granite Games did up until 2022. Has that been discussed or considered? With the way we're running them now this year, they have the option 
to if they want to. So what I mean by the way we're running them now, like independently owned and operated, they can run community events if they want to. I don't know which ones are and which ones are not, but they can if they choose to. Uh, two things here. Gregory Coleman, best 20 bucks you ever spent. Smart move, buddy. Smart move. Uh, Chase, community events, I mean, of course, right? At every, Wouldn't you guess yeah. that there'll yeah. be one at every... I think it's great. The, uh, the a lot, like I said, Granite Games did it in 2022 when they were independently run and managed. And then uh, Lowlands Throwdown that was in uh, Copenhagen. No, not Copenhagen. What is it? It's like the 5K run they did at the games last year, right? That's what no, like uh, or it's like hey, the, you know, like running a whole side competition, like a scaled division, an intermediate oh, division, oh, RX, like Wadapalooza, like Wadapalooza, exactly. Okay, right, and it's actually a really good way for these events to make a little bit more money. Because you can get a, and it's great for the fans, right? Uh, with Lowlands Throwdown, is that, uh, it was in Amsterdam. There we go. Sorry. Um, there were so many people there competing on every different stage that they had available. And then those fans would, basically, they would stop those competitions for the elite heats to go. And then the elite heats were done. And then to be break time. And then these other events would be going on. I think it's, it's awesome. I mean, especially like, think of the, uh, uh, the, the West Coast one that's going to be at the Stub Up Center or right. whatever it's called now. Yeah. It's like, guess what, guys? We're going to have a tennis stadium available yeah. to compete yeah. in. Like, who wouldn't want to sign up for that in whatever yeah. division? Bring your own judge. <laughs> or that. Or do an online qualifier for it outside of the game squad. Like, there's just a lot of things these events can do. BYOJ. Are you saying that FitFest UK wasn't the next coming of greatness in the CrossFit space? What was that? Was all, that was like basically all elite people, no? And then there was some sideshow, yeah, community events. Okay, yeah. What was Fit Fest? Is that what happened this weekend? <clears throat> that was it is and it's on the Lone Ranger podcast. You'll hear Lauren Khalil's event of the year that nobody could see. Oh, oh, the that's fit, enticing. Oh, yeah, and that was part of like a bigger fitness. There it is. Uh, trade she show. She knows. She knows. Yeah. Yeah, the best stuff in the world. That's because it was only for the CrossFit elite. The wealthy which elite. Is, okay. Which is different than what we're talking about right now. At O-W-S-I-N-T-7972. Dave, come on. It's time. Tell me the functional carryover for a freaking pistol squat beyond what <laughs> air squat can achieve. Um, so here, here's the deal. Who wants to take a shot at that first? You want to talk about that, Chase, at all first? What do they say? The functional carry. Yeah. Why? Why do? Why do pistols? Why do pistols? I would say is the question is <laughs> why I train to do a pistol. For the same reason, I would say learning how to do a muscle up, learning how to do a handstand walk, and learning how to do a pistol. The the um, the end result is really not the thing that is the most important. It's everything you have to learn, adapt and develop to possibly get there. So for example, if I program ring muscles in my affiliate, everyone is doing the basic level of that, which is low ring transfers that you learn at the level one, have them hang from the pull up bar. And so what it is, is, and I actually said this on our podcast in, in the past is that the collateral fitness you gain across the board in all 10 general physical skills to achieve something that's high skilled like that is the most benefit you'll get when it comes to your training. So when you think about a, a pistol, the ankle mobility, the hip mobility, the hamstrings, like all the mobility things that you would need, right? That the thing of all the benefits you're going to get from that, that you don't necessarily get at its potency 
in an air squat. You still get it, but not as important as the the bilateral strengthening you get when it's just one leg. That's and not what I, by the way, that's what I was thinking right there. For yeah. every sport, whether you're a skier, an it's MMA fighter, a baseball player, like if to not do pistols and be an MMA fighter is fucking would be is would be batshit crazy to me. Like, yeah. damn, and that's insane. The fact that she's already doing that, by the way, six months wow. later, CA peptides. Wow, <laughs> wow. She yeah. had reconstructive hip surgery and everything Chase is saying about range of motion and. It's crazy. Yeah, the strength. Hey, and that's not Twiggy either. That's a big girl. That's what is she? Five eight, five nine? She's five six and a half, one fifty. Yeah, that's not that's not Twiggy. That's a CrossFit chick. That's crazy. She can do that, dude. Yeah, dude. She just kind of popped out of bed one day and was like, Hey, I'm doing a pistol. (laughs) Wacko. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Say so so bilateral. Go keep going. Do you have more? Do you have more? Uh, the, well, the strength development, it comes to learning that, but it, it's outside. Like I said, the, the main purpose of that is outside actually getting to do that. Like no one's going to like what Alexis just said was insane. And like, if you can do that, great, but getting your way there. Yeah. JR is nailing it. It's like, you think about the flexibility you need. Okay. That's in the gen, 10 general physical skills, the coordination, the, 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 um, the strength that you're going to have to develop to, to support your body weight on one leg. The strength is extremely underrated on that, I believe. Yeah. Would you agree? It's, yeah, 100%. And so what it is is, okay, uh, if you're still you learning. One or the other. One or the right? other. You either have the flexibility or the strength, and it takes yeah. quite a bit to have both. Yeah, and who knew that having one of uh, one of both or all of everything is kind of what CrossFit's really all about. But the main yeah, I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to seen a Tennyson try a pistol. There's no way in shit that guy can do a pistol. <laughs> I would <laughs> like to have seen him try. I would have liked to have seen him try. And I wonder how Fraser would have scaled it for him. Yeah, that's been the interesting. Things you gain. It's the things you gain on the journey to try to get that that is more important than the actual pistol itself. The same for a muscle up. The same for something like a handstand one. Hey. Um, I took my mom, my mom went to a, signed up for her first CrossFit gym at 69. I don't remember how old she was, but she was in her seventies and she signed up for a competition at the gym. I want to say it's, um, CrossFit 707 or CrossFit Vallejo or CrossFit Benicia, something like that. She signed up for a competition there and in the workout, there was a pistol and my mom's like, I can't do a pistol. And I'm like, Hey, and don't, and I was, I, I went around to every workout and I think I was her judge. I think I counted for it. I'm like, Hey, all you have to do is do the negative and then stand up and I'll, and I'll count your reps. So just do negative switching legs, doing negatives. Well, somewhere in there, she stood up nice. and she got her first pistol. Yeah. And wow. she ended up getting like three how, pistols. How old? Set in her seventies. Jeez. Crazy. Right. Right. Crazy. People are right. usually written off at of that age. And my mom's not an athlete. My mom doesn't have any background. Say say that again. People usually write themselves off at that age. So that's crazy. And and I'll say this too, after seeing Tennyson try to do the handstand push-ups. Um we like I I feel like I'm really critical of CrossFit athletes who don't have a lot of athleticism, and I see it and I'm like kind of like embarrassed for some of them, right? Like when I see them riding a bike or stuff, but but. When you see Tennyson try to do the handstand push-ups, um, like uh, all of a sudden I was like, "Wow, we're different." Mm. Like we're different. Like that that should not, a guy that buff should not have any issues going upside down and doing one, even if he's never done one before. In my mind, and I guess I don't give us enough credit for what we can do, right? Like I don't do pistols, but if someone put a gun to my head, I'm going to do one. Yeah. 
Yeah, th- th- that guy, that guy's shoulders, he should be able to knock off five, no problem. Was he not able to do one? No. No. He couldn't even get upside down. Okay, well, there you go, right? Kinesthetic awareness, <laughs> being inverted, that all all that plays into that. He's got a part of this. Yeah, this was weird. Interesting. The best part about this is Fraser's like, yeah, just push up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just push up. Use those yeah, big freaking shoulders. We're deadlifting? Just pull it. Grip it and rip it. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about this, Chase? He couldn't kick up on the wall, so he's gonna have him kick up on the parallax. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, so so that so so wait, so that's another thing too. That's another thing too. Like, like even the crossfitter, even the crossfitters I know, a lot of the people I know who maybe couldn't do a parallel uh handstand uh push-up, they could still at least get up there and then get down safely. Like they like we're like they we have a little all of us have a little bit of that little kid still left in us, so we can kick up and you know, and fall over, but he didn't even, he didn't even want to be go upside down. It's interesting. Well, you get kind of scared of it. No, the the further away you get from ever trying it, it gets terrifying from what I've seen. Right. All right, here we go. Uh, Dave's answer. The, The strength it does develop, obviously in a single leg application, the balance that is necessary there, um, in performing that move, the coordination is incredible and really often not mentioned with this movement, but the flexibility. JR Howell! <laughs> um, I wonder, no, I wonder if you watched it. <laughs> nah, he don't got time for that. He's too busy fucking shuttling kids around. Right. Squat in or a pistol. Yeah, squat. A pistol squat in competition or in training. All of those factors are in, are why the pistol is an incredibly valuable training tool to help with all your functional movements. And as I said, as I have said before, not all functional movements fit that one of our describing characteristics is that they're found in nature. That's a describing characteristic. It's not a, I call it a law, but so not all of them are perfectly found in nature. That being said, there are times when you get up when getting up from a single leg position, especially if your right leg is forward, can simulate what's happening in a squat. But the demands on flexibility, coordination, balance, strength, all of those are a significant reason why it has a place in the CrossFit methodology. And if you take a look at what our defining definition of functional movements are, movements that are able to move a large load long distance quickly, it actually it hits that parameter very well. Meaning you can rep out squats, single leg squats quickly, and that then you're moving a large load, your entire body, a long range of motion from arguably lower than even how far we squat to a full standing position. So it hits those parameters um, appropriately. So the pistol squat does have a place in the methodology for the reasons I just stated above. Also, I want to say it's a huge confidence builder too. When you know, when you know, like, like I was doing this thing the other day with my kids where we were jumping laterally back and forth, trying to cross some stones and we kept doing it over and over. When you know, you can do pistols, you'll commit to just pushing off really hard with your one leg. It, the confidence is crazy. It's same with the muscle up. If you have a muscle up and then you're somewhere and you're in your, and there's a fence you have to climb, you don't even think twice about it. But people who don't have muscle ups, it really does change your perspective on the whole fucking world. When you have these skills, go ahead, Hiller. Can you get up from the floor without using your arms from a seated position? With with yeah, you mean like yeah, cross my leg. I mean, you can do it super easy if you just cross yeah. your legs. No momentum. You just got to stand up from your butt. 
Can, uh, you do it? can you do it, Chase? You mean like my kids can do it? You mean like where you scoot your heels like to your hip to your like uh, you pull your heels in and then you kind of lean forward yeah. and stand up? Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. I can cross my legs and do it, of course. You went that way with uh, the getting over a fence, but that's one that most people you ask them, they'd be like, shit, no, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But, be- but you were just like, yeah, but it's the same thing yeah. as the fence, I believe. I'll try to make that video. I haven't worked out today. I just sat in a car all day. I'll I make that video in my garage. So this weekend, uh, I w- went to a little course we're testing. It's We're currently internally calling it the 1.5. And it's basically, it's uh, like a level two. It's a single day course, but only with the breakouts. So small number of people, seven to 14 people sign up in theory. They go to a single day of several hours, not as long as a, as a level two day or a level one day, but call it from nine to two or three. And all they do is training drills. So it's like, what you see in the level two, but not the full commitment, two-day commitment of level two. So anyway, so we're testing that out. We did one this weekend in uh, at West Pyatt's Gym, Coast Range, mm. CrossFit, and um, Bill Grumbler was there. Mm. And we were chatting, and he's really big into uh, bow and arrow shooting now, recurve shooting. So recurve <laughs> bow is just this, like what you'd imagine Robin Hood shoots. Is all this true, Chase? Yeah, it's true. That's and a compound funny. bow is really <laughs> comp flex bows that you see people like Joe Rogan shooting and it has mechanical advantage on the pool. So it's in theory a little easier to shoot, whatever he's, uh, that wasn't the point he's shooting. Yes. Mr. Hiller. It's a wuss. That's what, that's what Dave's saying. Yeah. 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 He he, he definitely likes Bill's like old school Pocahontas Tarzan. (laughs) And he's talking about the accuracy that he's training through that. And he's actually also doing CrossFit and then shooting um, arrows. Rich Froning's also getting really big into that. He's been doing a lot of getting his, high, uh, his heart rate up and shooting a lot of arrows. And Hepner is also doing that with arrow stuff. Obviously, he does it with tactical game stuff, getting your heart rate high and then shooting a gun. But these guys are also incorporating bows into that. And so Bill mentioned accuracy and where the accuracy components are found in CrossFit or where they're lacking. I actually think the accuracy we are talking about in the context of CrossFit and the 10 general physical skills is less about that type of accuracy and more about the type of accuracy that's developed in the precision of some of the movements. So meaning, is there incredible accuracy required in catching a snatch, especially as the way to get higher, the right movement pattern in the right position? You want to run that back five seconds? Oh, you hear it, Hiller? Accuracy in the snatch. I think the accuracy uh, we are talking about in the context of CrossFit and the 10 general physical skills is less about that type of accuracy and more about the type of accuracy that's developed in the precision of some of the movements. So precision? meaning is there incredible accuracy required in catching a snatch, yeah. especially as the weights get higher? Do you catch snatches? Somewhere Mike no, coach in your B, somewhere coach B. Yeah, somewhere coach B is punching his computer screen. You Interesting. You you uh you receive. actively receive receive. I only oh. said that because that guy roasted me on a live broadcast for the Rogue Invitational in 2020 for saying catch. That's hey. Funny. And did you so have I, you I, used I, receive? Have you used receive ever since? Ever I I and I use it before, but like speaking fast, and I said catch, and uh, dude just roasted me live. Just. Oh, yeah. So I will always say receive and I'm always listening for it. So that's really funny. (laughs) Oh, boy. Receive, catch, same fucking shit, man. Uh, No, it's not. Are are the NFL people 
are they catchers or are they receivers? Wide catchers? Mm. No, they're wide receivers. Wide receivers because they're catching things with their hands. They're not receiving it with their body. They're not mm. they're not getting things chucked at them and getting it by the grace of God. Like, oh got it. I, I caught yeah. it. <laughs> Some of them do body catches. Not not the good ones. Magnus Holmgren, you re- you receive a standy. <laughs> you don't catch a standy. Like fishing. You catch a venereal disease. You don't receive you a fish, you catch a fish. Yeah. <laughs> there you, you receive go. a standy, you catch a fish. Catch these hands, you don't receive them. Uh, pool boy, they are wide receivers who catch the ball. <laughs> jeez, jeez, pool boy. Pool boy, I pull your shit up before I read it. Hook the brother up. If you're not watching the show, you don't get to hear the rest of pool boys. <laughs> Comment. That was funny. All right, here we go. With the right movement pattern in the right position. Yes, absolutely. Same thing with with a lot of the fast movements. Um, There is an element of accuracy that requires a lot of um, training, a lot of coordination, a lot of repetition to hit. And so, when I see accuracy in the ten general physical skills, that's where I take it is is more in line of this accuracy and execution of these movements and of these skills that is incredibly fundamental to you being successful in these movements or skills. Uh, Fergie uh, show you take a deuce. Oh no, sorry. You do not take a deuce. You give a deuce. Yeah, man. Our language is all fucked up. English language is so what backwards. What a mess up. I take a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. So it was a fun discussion. Bill's a um, great guy. I've known him for a very long time. Always enjoy uh, hanging out with him and, and chatting with him. So also, what's the bill? What's the what's the bill? What's the deal? Bill Bill was asked to just be like a a, a, d- a dummy for this uh, this kind of this practice run. Yeah, a little test uh, test athlete. Gabe Espy, you do not take dick. You receive. I don't know if that's true either. That's wrong. It's getting out of hand. I always. okay did bill give you any feedback on it what did bill say he like it he probably not yet yeah i haven't heard we're going to talk about on the show on wednesday maybe he had to sign something uh could be top secret he's doing his oliver queen training (laughs) oh the green arrow oh i thought you were talking about oh I thought you were talking about the guy who signed up for the Open last year. That's him. Same guy. Yeah. yeah. Oliver like Curtis Bowler, one of our staff, one of our longtime Philly owners. Oh, like first Philly owners. He was running. Curtis. And it's great seeing him coaching. Really solid coach. Really knowledgeable trainer and a wealth of knowledge. Wow. Curtis Bowler, I don't know if he still has an affiliate, but if he does, it's the longest open affiliate. That's for sure. Longest yep. running affiliate. And then he is also the drug guy. He's the drug test guy for the CrossFit Games. Still, Chase? I think he stepped out of that. Oh, they just caught some chick. That was good. They did? You didn't see that? Spin posted about it. Spin posted it. Some chick Indiv- out of Brazil, like almost a year later, tested or test came out. God, she I don't was, know. She was trying I, to plead innocent and she's all juiced up. To did you look at pictures of her? Would you have known? I, I put it together on my Instagram. It's, it's like, dude, you, you, she wouldn't have fooled you. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> She had a vein running from her fucking hairline down to her toe. What hairline? Okay. <laughs> Is it like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Youth transformation? Yeah. It super, super Shredder. 
Super Shredder. <laughs> she looks like she was uh, smuggling a roll of dimes in her pants. Oh, no. No, it's not the chick that tried to intimidate me at the games. It's different chick, same country. Same drugs. Same okay. drug. <laughs> oh, at BMC Clough Cloughlin. Have fun at SHOT Show. Still hoping to attend someday. I ended up not going. I had some other stuff, so at the last minute, canceled the trip, and I'm really glad I did. I, SHOT Show is a mess. I, I don't enjoy that scene. I go to meet with some people, who, some friends, and some people I work with, but in general, I don't enjoy Vegas or that scene, so I'm glad I didn't go to the SHOT Show. How but, I don't understand how he could not enjoy that show. It, th- what's that electronic show that happens every year? CES? Do you see all the videos that come out of there? It's always like they have like robots or like just all sorts of weird shit, weird new, it's where all the new cameras are and new lights oh. and new microphones. And do you don't know that show? It's like, CES. what is it? Is it like a tech summit or something? Yeah. And it's, it looks so fun. How could he not like going to a place that's just all guns and ammo and, um, scopes and, and clo- gun clothes. And it just sounds like, it sounds awesome. It also sounds like a good opportunity for like cosplay of like people who wish they joined the military, but do everything they can to act like they did. A consumer electric show. Okay. And that's probably, I remember for a long time when uh, Dave, when Dave got out of the military, he was disgusted by even camo. Like he wanted nothing to do with camo. He's kind of lightened up a little bit on that. Nice jacket he's got on. Oh God. That thing could compete with Taylor's hunk of junk. You don't uh, like Taylor's, it? uh, get Caleb's. No, yeah, dude, that thing looks like some Eddie Murphy would wear in the fucking eighties, dude. You it's like that jacket? Leather. <laughs> Eddie Murphy would wear a, a red leather jumpsuit. <laughs> dude, that thing is ridiculous that he's wearing. That is hot garbage. You don't like that? No, you guys like that? It looks like every vest you've ever worn. Oh, maybe that's well, like look at how, you that would explain a lot right now. And how dissimilar is that from what Dave is currently doing? I mean, what are, look at, look at, uh, in that, and you know what's crazy? That's some sort of weird mill shit. Cause look, it has like Velcro for patches and shit. It's Go Ruck. Yeah. Oh, that I, is? I don't like the patches thing. Like patches are overdone. It looks quilted to me. Look at the texture of the hood and it the is, arms. Yeah. What is that called? That pattern? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Dave, you're more of a man Gay. than me. Good on you for wearing that. And I like it. All right. Oh, it's so. called Waffle. Thank you, Mr. Ortega. Uh, waffle. Yeah. That's looks what like I said. I'm going to put syrup on them. <laughs> I should preface all that. that with the, yeah, I liked it. Wait oh, look at look at the Dave Castro's in the house. I'm too pure for a shot show. Oh, my God. Dave's watching. Oh, my God. Hey, you got no, so much. That that him. Him. That's not him. No, it's not him. What'd you say? Hiller? That's, that's how much that cost. Uh, now that I know it's GORUCK, $349. <laughs> uh, no, and it's also just a hoodie. It's 125 Oh, shit, that's not bad. You can, yeah. you, that's like a pair of socks at Noble. <laughs> Dude, imagine if this, this was, I don't know, 15 years ago, $125 hoodie, you'd die. Hmm. Yeah, true. Crazy. And now it's not bad. And hey, they also have your vest here. 175 yeah. Let me see the vest. Can you pull the it up? The vest is one seventy five, but the hoodie's one twenty five. Yeah. With arms, it's it's. There it is. Let me. See. Oh, I would rock the shit out of that vest. A leather vest. Yeah, that's a dope oh, vest. Nice. Let me see and that. Here, thing. Here's the hoodie. 
Yeah, that thing is ridiculous, that hoodie. Now, that's not what he's wearing. Dude, you said pull up the vest. No, no, but even the other thing next to it. All right. Well, this this is this is the uh this is what he's wearing. No, that's not what he's wearing. Oh, it's not. You're right. What is yeah. he wearing then? Oh, that makes me feel better. 349, 349. Where do you see that? I don't know. Oh, it's uh, I'm just guessing. Uh, yeah, it's that. Oh, it yeah. is that. It is that. It's this. How much? Oh, 165. 165. The same oh. as your vest. Okay. Yeah. I like it still. Wow. I could see you. Hey, Hiller, I could see you wearing that. Thanks. That's nice. That no, that other just straight color one is nice. That wasn't a compliment. <clears throat> hey, what's up with the diagonal zipper? What's the function of that? Mm, for your patches. Oh, maybe it's for this, so you can get in there with the backpack. I'm, I'm guessing I'm it's just not underneath the strap. I'm guessing, I was guessing strap. so stuff doesn't fall out. Could be. I don't know. Features sideways pocket. Wow, what do you know? I'm lying. Right. I made that up. All right, back to uh, the Dave Castro. Wow, 12, 13 minutes in. We're doing good. D900. Dave, do you know, do you, Dave, Dave, do you know there is scientific evidence women can handle little more volume as in reps in training? No, I don't know that. And then he says, will you adjust program? And I know, no, I don't know that. And I know, and I don't know if I believe that. Will you adjust programming for general population? Second, have you thought about making tweaks to semi and games event wads? So when you say that, Will you just program don't for say event wads. Why don't you like that? It's a, what's the event workout of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a deuce. No, you're giving a deuce. Yeah. Yeah, to you're, hold the condoms. You're not you're not you're not uh you're not doing a what did you say? Wad. You're not doing a uh what what do you call it? A workout wad? Workout workout of the day. <laughs> event wad. <laughs> Event wads? No, it's a it's a test event wad. I don't know. I think wad is trained. <laughs> can't, can't you just use wad in replacement of workout? They do. And if it's the workout of the day and you say what's the wad, that's fine. But if you're talking about a competition and ask me what the wads are. Oh um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Now I feel you on that. Hey. Do you ever like think? Hey, that's as dumb as saying that girls can do more reps. Like, like how? Like, show me that study. What is this that? is a wad. Yeah, <laughs> W A D. That's every time I hear wad. That's what I think. I do not think of that when I hear wad. Will Brandstetter. Yes. You can't say wad in any circumstance. Banned. I oh. definitely have have not liked that word over the years. Have you ever heard the yeah. saying? You're a dickwad. Uh, dick wad's good. That's yeah, old school. You're, you're a dick workout of the day. Gotta bring that way. Gotta bring look, that. <laughs> look at this. This. Listen. By the way, this is a this is a class in in marketing right here. I said nothing nice about the jacket, and and this and we, and we sold one for them. Ordering the jacket unless they only have petite sizes like Noble. People don't all any attention is good attention. I was trying to tell it to Alexis mm. the other day. She didn't believe me, <laughs> but I believe you. Any attention is good attention. I think I share the Jacket sold. You're saying that in relation to the first statement, which do you know there is scientific evidence women can handle a little more volume as in reps and training? I will 100% call out that scientific evidence and say it's probably not repeatable. It's probably not been done on a large scale. Um, and even if it has, 
it probably can't be replicated with our athletes or the people that we um, are testing at the CrossFit Games. So the whole science scene and all of these studies, people will see a single study. Women are weaker than men and should not be doing more reps. That is not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but CrossFit programs the other way. You'll see that. You'll see the men doing more reps. On only certain specific movements. Like, like rope climbs. Muscle rope up. climbs, machine work, high volume say like high skill upper body pulling and pressing gymnastics and push-ups yeah not not as much anymore though not as much anymore yeah but to have them do more like what i don't understand what this question or point is coming from from this person why did dave read this one study where maybe there was 1500 less people who uh, who were engaged in the study and then repeat it as if it's law which is it's entirely not scientific uh law at that point or it's 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 not nothing it's nothing more than a single study that someone did that that points to some potential learnings but until it's proven over and over and replicated i don't think there's much value in that and i don't know anything about this study i am skeptical of most <laughs> studies i hear about and especially most of the studies. i'll tell you where girls can do more hey, reps hey, in, that's in, comment. <laughs> what's rambler's comment apparently the one you're reading is one of rambler's Oh, I didn't hear. Oh shit! Oh shit, Rambler. Listen, I do know. I have seen anecdotally uh, with a uh, uh, few hundred girls that they are they do they are better at uh, uh, deep squats or with sh- uh, uh, short range of motion. So, like pull squats. Yeah, that's that's what they're called sometimes. I, I could probably add like at least one person to that study. Good. Okay, here we go. Save it. Some of these experts are talking about on, on Instagram and, <laughs> and, uh, and in the fitness world. You see a lot of shit. You see a lot of stuff that really just supports your narrative or your position and hardly ever look at the other side or look for stuff that does not support your assertion. He's talking about himself there. French throwdown. Because uh, he does that? No, because he thinks everyone's the same, but maybe women can handle more deep squats. Yeah, deep squats, deep. I just don't know a scenario that's widely skewed of volume other than, say, like muscle-ups or machine work for cowls or distance. Everything else. I, is I agree with Dave in that situation. Yeah. I don't understand that. Women are just weaker than men. That's all. <laughs> well, no, that's accurate. They are. I mean, deep. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm panicking. What? You can't even tell. <laughs> what? It's so deep. You can see how deep it is. Oh, oh God. God. I straight almost had a panic attack. <laughs> what? He thought like my <laughs> porn hub had like jumped on. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. And then I realized that was Daniel Green <laughs> talking about that swimmer. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I started sweating immediately. Just like all my tabs opened up at once, or it was totally one of ours. I don't know. I think it's still going on. If it is, sign up. NorCal Classic, their qualifier just ended, and so next is their event in. Uh, I think it's in September. So if you can come check that out, it's uh, they run a great community event. Uh, also, of course, sign up for the open. The open we're in. We're in the season. Uh, the workouts are going to be really challenging. I'm incredibly excited about them. Uh, so. 
love to see you guys sign up and tackle the. What open. does that mean? The open workouts are going to be incredibly challenging. Like last year, they weren't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see Chase's eyes right there? He had to blink like six times to bring last year's open workouts into the into his vision. He's like, he was, he was filtered through the files in his yeah, head. Yeah, the <laughs> where they freaking walking the shuttle run. Downloading, oh, yeah. yeah, downloading from the matrix. Oh, what does that mean? What does it mean? Which part? What I, what I said. That's what I think. That they're really going to be really challenging. Well, and they also usually are or always are. I hope challenging from an intensity perspective. Unlike okay. last year, for sure. Yes. I mean, going to measure up again. Sorry, Chase, go ahead. No, it's like if you're an elite athlete, everything they put out there is intense no matter what because you can fly through that. But for those that not so much like – a snatch workout, a handstand yeah, push Yeah, you just get stuck on a handstand push if you can't do, or a snatch weight you can't lift. Muscle ups you can't do when you get there. If. Or our shuttle runs that you walk. Yeah, so. Great video, Hiller. That was a great video. Thank you. Against your local community in your box, measure up against the community in your area, and measure up against the global community of CrossFit. YOLO. Uh, that's it. For the standard we can review, I'm going to dive into a little tangent. If you're not into firearms, you can sign off at this point. Ooh. If you are, stay on because I'm going to read some comments. I put up a uh, funny video of a uh, from a pistol or from a rifle competition I did this weekend at my ranch here, and um, I banged the gun all around, and it was really loud and noisy, and it was embarrassing. I laughed about it during the stage. I didn't mean to bang it around, and I took that clip and I put it on my YouTube channel as a um, what are they called? A um, short. So I put it up. <laughs> Where would I find that? Click on uh, Dave Castro. Yeah. Well, I'm going to open up another window. The Dave Castro YouTube. Uh, go to his shorts. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, okay. I see it. <clears throat> oh, oh, shit. This thing's got a lot of fucking views. Like 14? This thing's got... Um, yeah, like 14,000. Oh, 15,000. Oh. Uh, share. Okay, here we go. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Dave. <laughs> and the title of the video is How Not to Handle a 5K, $5,000 plus 22 <laughs> uh, precision uh, rifle. That's funny. Okay. So so he put that up. And okay. So now he's going to reference uh, that video. That's great. Good job, Dave. That's funny shit. Okay. Here we go. YouTube short. And I put, I called it How Not to Handle a 5,000 plus 22 precision fire rifle. And so, Tons of comments on it. Well, first thing is not even to pick up a 22 in the first place. I'm also positive these little taps do nothing. It's a tool, not a price of gem. That's actually spot on. You couldn't buy. You could buy an MNP 22. I have one and 75,000 rounds for 5K. I also have more than 75,000 rounds. Um, I've had pump guns are treated like princesses. It's like you've never seen it yet. That's supportive of what's going on. I, oh, here's another one. I don't know why you'd spend 5K on 22 LR. It's not going to make you a better shooter. It actually does make you a better shooter, and it's actually a lot of fun. And the diminishing returns quickly negate any reasons to buy it. This guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. 
other than he had the money, which I also respect. Well, thank you for respecting that. But uh, I will say this. These guns are incredibly accurate, and they're not your, your family's 1022 Ruger. So this is a precision rifle, and there's a whole sport and series of events built around this. And then some another comment. And there's a lot more than these, but I just read some of them. I cannot even begin to fathom why you drop that much on a 22. The gun is 5K or ammo. That's five cents a round. Um, the reason why I wanted to cover this is because I actually made a mistake. So I'm going to go through the cost. Oh, shit. That thing's heavy. Did you see him pick that up? I saw him try to recover from whacking it on the metal pole. It, <laughs> it pulled him forward. I knew it was heavy then. Okay, so that thing's like at least 10 pounds. Okay. Rifle that I said is a $5,000.22, and I had to write everything down. So first of all, we have the chassis. The chassis is by MDT. It's this green piece here. It's where the barrel action fits in. That's $1,300. The trigger, just the trigger here, is by Trigger Tech. It's a diamond. That's $315. The barrel action, so just this barrel and this action of the gun, just that alone, is $1,900. And that's by Voodoo. Holy shit. Dude, he's just flexing his ass off right now. <laughs> shit. This little plate that's resting on my hand right there by Gray Ops, that's $85. These Baker wings by MDT, they are $200. The MDT weights on it are a couple hundred dollars. Oh, I forgot oh, about this too. The uh, level, this level alone, which tells me if the gun is level before I take my shot, that is $230. This Leopold Mark V with the Tremor 3 reticle, 7 by 35 is $2,800. These scope rings- $2,800? And look at he's going to tell us that doesn't even come with the mount. <laughs> hey, the olive oil business is good. <clears throat> this optic is another $200. I also forgot this card, which is probably I forgot this card, which is probably $75 to $100, and I forgot this um, this OBI hookup, which is probably $50. So not no, actually let's include no, let's not include the things I forgot. But this gun is actually $7,520 as is. So I said it was a $5,000 gun. It's actually a $7,000 gun. And I fucking love it. And I would buy another one if this one ever didn't work. So for all of the, all of you wondering why I would get a gun like that, um, because it's a great tool for the things I like to do. Hey, listen, he shoots every day. I like how people come to the comments and act like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right, right. They just need to watch that portion right there where he goes over it, and they'd be like, okay. Hey, it's not like some chick. Ran into, you could ask some chick about her Gucci bag, and she doesn't know shit about it. She doesn't know what the pattern represents. She doesn't know the actual designer of that purse. She doesn't know where the zipper was made. She doesn't know about the kind of stitching that it was used. I mean, that's a that was fucking awesome. Good on him. Agreed. Good on him. Look at him smile like a four-year-old. My gun. Yeah. 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 He's so happy. <laughs> hey, great for the brand. This is the guy I want programming. Uh the, this is the guy I want programming or overseeing the CrossFit games. I want them to give out guns again this year to the participants. Oh man, when they gave out Glocks. That's so awesome. Very cool. You think anyone turned that down? Yeah. They, they, they didn't want it? Well, uh, foreigners couldn't take it. Foreigners couldn't take it. Why? It was too much for them? Because they don't no. allow guns in, in, in <laughs> fucking socialist totalitarian no Yeah, you're not allowed to. Oh. oh like, how do you think the government else? keeps them in check? 
They have no second amendments. Interesting. Yes, I'll leave that at that. I'll leave that at that since Chase is here. Okay, here we go. So that's the weekend review. Um, as always, post thoughts in the comment section. That was a good one. Yeah, he's he's that's the first. He's kind of a, a sultry, a little bit. That's like sexy Dave we saw this week. Look at him. The gun did that to him, right? Like chubbed him up a little bit. <laughs> he was looking forward to that the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He knew where the whole show was going. Nice. Okay, that's the end of the show. Now we're going to get to work. Yeah. It's like dessert. Yeah. And he probably doesn't get that in a lot of uh, shows. No, he's got to look forward to answering all these dipshits in the comment section. <laughs> Talk about my stupid video. Oh, okay. Video. What do you What do you got coming out, Hiller? What's your next video? My next video. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be in relation to the open. It is okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I got I got to react to my video, my own video from last year, saying that you shouldn't sign up for this year's oh. open. Oh, oh. Uh, now you're, and, and, you and now you're and now you're signed up and you're pumping it up to no end. Oh yeah. Look at you. What's What's your shirt about, buddy? You don't like the rainbow or the street parking? Are you, I actually do like it. I'm not a tie-dye fan at all, but that I actually like that. Um, I got a couple of these, and I really just like the size. It this fits is, you this good. This makes is, you look like, extra makes large. Your, makes your titties look nice. It's not fits you good. Yeah, it's great. You signed up yet, uh, Chase? Oh yeah, I think our last top fifty for uh, five seconds. <laughs> I signed up as soon as I could. Oh, you're one of the first. Okay. How many are signed up at the moment? Do we know? Hmm. Good question. When I say we, I mean you, or I don't know, like helping as you done, hey, done hey, it recently. Hey, is that is that information? I know. I know. Usually at the end of the year they give it out. Like they'll be mm -hmm. like, okay, this year was two hundred fifty-two thousand or four hundred twenty thousand. And, and when I worked there, Chase, it was pretty. It was like a thing that like a lot of us watched. There was like you would go into the uh, IT department and you'd look on the wall, and they would have all the lines, and we would see where it was. Um, uh, pacing. Do you, are you are you part of that group? Like, or is anyone part of that group anymore? Yeah, yeah. Something we talk about uh, weekly. We'll see how things are going. Can you give us a? Are things going good? Last I heard. So the like Dave said. Dave said in a weekend review or something. He said somewhere that they were pacing at the fastest pace ever, in the, or the first week or something. The first day was the most signups they'd ever had in the history of the Open. God, that's and awesome. I think some people said since Damn. 2018, and it was Damn. since 2018 because 18 was the most right. in 24 hours, and it right. smashed right. it by almost 10,000 in the first day. So it is the hottest start they'd ever had. Hey, and that shit usually paces well. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy if this was the biggest year of the I Open? Would, I would love that. Me so too. Much. Uh, right now they're they're pacing they're pacing well. All right, Chase has averted his eyes. That means it's uh, time to go. Oh, I was just looking at the numbers. Oh, hey, press that button where it shares his screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, uh, seven a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Nick Urankar will be mm. coming on. For those of you that oh. know, you know. And for those of you who don't know, you will know. So you guys for himself. The dude who snatched 300 pounds after he tore his pack at the 2018 regional. Yes. Yes. Wow. Hiller, you know, that kind of that, stuff. 
one. I, mean, I know everything before. from 2014 forward and nothing from before. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a chase for that. that was, yeah, that that was crazy. He did that in like in Vendor Village. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I got a fun story about that. Does it have to do with Dave's book on it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Watch get with the programming to hear the fun story. Oh. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. <laughs> see he you is guys not tomorrow more morning. beautiful than Street Horner. That is rude, Kelly Gibbons. Love you guys. How dare you? Bye bye.